Welcome to the St. Michael Linton podcast series. My name is Father Eric Lyles, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be strengthened for the Linton journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. O Lord our God, in your holy sacraments, you have given us a foretaste of the good things of your kingdom. Direct us, we pray, in the way that leads to eternal life, that we may come to appear before you in that place of light where you dwell forever with your saints. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark beginning in the seventh chapter, verses 24 through 37. From there, Jesus set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Yet he could not escape notice, but a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin, She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home, found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephephatha. That is, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one. But the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. The Word of the Lord. Earlier, in Mark chapter 7, Jesus has just finished his interaction with the Pharisees and scribes about eating with dirty hands. They'd come up from Jerusalem to Galilee with the intent to challenge Jesus. Our reading today picks up with Jesus getting away from these people. In my imagination, the true humanness of Jesus shines through here. Jesus set out and went away to the region of Tyre. Now, for those of you keeping score, Tyre is Gentile country, which was largely despised by the Jews. I imagine that Jesus very intentionally chose this place to get away. And in fact, we hear, he entered a house that did not anyone to know he was there. Have any of you, after a long day's work, worn out after arguing with Pharisees, simply wanted to find a quiet place to relax? Well, so did Jesus. This was not to be that day, though, was it? We hear, yet he could not escape notice, for a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and came and bowed down at his feet 
and begged him to cast out the demon. Jesus' response to her request even sounds like he's tired and just wants to be left alone. Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Biblical scholars have a lot of fun with this one. Was Jesus calling this Gentile woman a dog as an insult? To test her? Or what? Certainly it was understood that the Messiah was to come from Jewish ancestry and was to be for the Jews. But is Jesus affirming a racial slur here? Her response, whether offered as a correction to Jesus or, as I prefer, with a wink in her eye as he had in his, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Here, a woman who needed help in a major way has found Jesus tired and really just trying to hide out for a bit away from the challenges and frustrations of his work. She knows what she needs, and she knows that only Jesus can give it to her. Our true health is found only in him. She's even willing to be humbled by his comments, or at least to participate in some playful banter. This Syrophoenician woman, as she is known, understands the good news, that salvation is for all. There is more than enough of Jesus to go around for the Jews and for the whole world. In Matthew's version, Jesus responds, O woman, great is your faith. And then an act of God happens. As I imagine it, without even getting up from where he was trying to rest, Jesus pronounces her daughter healed and dismisses her. This is the first story about Jesus we hear today. He is both very human and very divine in this story. Tired, just wanting a break, perhaps even being a bit rude to this woman needing his help. But also acting as God, affirming that salvation is not just for the children of Israel, but that God's love is even for the dogs under the table. And it is good to be a dog under God's table. In the midst of his exhaustion, Jesus finds the interior strength because of his relationship with the Father, and he does what is right. In the second story, we have Jesus taking the deaf man away in private before healing him. I love the physical details of this healing story, which are both very human in their unpleasantness and very holy in their outcome. Jesus puts his fingers into the man's ears, spits, and touches his tongue. He looks up to heaven, sighs, Again, is he tired or what? Then says to the man, Ephephatha, which means be opened. What a wonderful word of healing, be opened. Through these two healing miracles, we see Jesus fully human and fully God. For only through God can such healings take place. And surely it is a human desire when tired to want to be left alone for a minute. All of us get that way sometimes when we're worn out after a long day of work or of taking care of children. And just like Jesus, sometimes, when we just want to be left alone, then that moment is when people seem to need us the most. We don't know what Jesus would do in every situation that we face today, but we have a pretty good idea that when he was tired and just wanted a break, he was still willing to be who he was and to help those in need. And so should we. The Christian life, being a follower of Christ, is a wonderful adventure with ups and downs, trials and celebrations. There are certainly times of exhaustion, 
but also times of elation. At the end of the reading, we hear that the crowd who had brought Jesus, the deaf mute, were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. I wonder, in the midst of our lives, if we still have the capacity to be completely astonished by Jesus' presence and healing. I wonder if, like those who experienced the miraculous Jesus, we too will be unable to keep this good news to ourselves, boasting of God's mercy everywhere we go. I wonder if we might also find the strength, in times of our own exhaustion, to be a loving, healing presence for those in our world who so desperately need our help. I wonder. Amen. Let us pray together in the words that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace. And having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. 